the Show Me Institute. John Wright is with us. Uh, you may be aware that grad students were attempting to unionize. If you read the numbers right, I mean, it, they made it sound like it was, uh, you know, a great victory. But apparently only 30%, I think it was 30% of the uh, grad students even bothered to vote. Uh, and uh, several of them voted that did vote voted against it. So it it really looks like a slaughter to me in the other direction. It looks, you know, altogether like, what, 20, 25% of the grad students want to unionize. Nevertheless, what does it mean? Where, where are we headed here? We'll find out from John. Hey, John, how are you? I'm great, Gary. Good to be here. Glad to have you with us. Um, is there something to be said about, you know, I think it was 30% of the uh, grad students even bothered to go vote? Yeah, that's right. Um, so 30% bothered to vote in this election, and it remains to be seen whether the university will recognize this election or and whether the courts will force the university to recognize these elections. Um, since so, so that, that, that is sort of troubling. If if the um, if this thirty percent turnout and 20, only twenty five percent, only a quarter of the uh, the grad students uh, are successful in in binding all the rest of the grad students to uh, a labor agreement, um, that could be troubling for for the majority here, um, to say the least. Yeah, uh, but what does it mean if they get this? I mean, is it going to cost the university a lot of money? Is it? Uh... Well, it's hard to say. Um, I think it could, um, certainly depending on um, how they, what they negotiate, what kind of work rules they negotiate. It could be less efficient. Uh, it, it could mean it could mean an increase in stipends. It could mean a flattening of, of stipends. Uh, from from what I saw, uh, it looked like the people who were voting for the unionization were were often English grad students, uh, sociology, those those sorts of uh, degrees, and you didn't see a lot of the engineering, the business school, those sorts of folks participating. Um, and and if you see if if, if there is a, a contract negotiated, you wonder if the, that contract will be negotiated in a way that benefits the English and sociology types against the interests of the, the engineering, the hard sciences, the mathematics, those sorts of grad students. What exactly are the... I, I mean, they're just teaching some classes, right? They, they, they get uh, decreased uh, tuition, and they get, a, what, 17000 16000 a year? Yeah, so, so they... Uh, Basically, they, they, they're, they're grad students. They're working towards a higher degree, like a, a master's or a Ph.D. Um, they, right, they, they, their uh, tuition is paid for and part in full, and they're given a stipend to, for living. And in exchange, they, uh, they, help out, they help out with the professor's duties. They can teach classes, or they can help teach classes. Or they can help out the professors with research. So, so they're arguing we're not just grad students. We're, uh, we're graduate employees because... Uh, because we're providing a service and um, and we're we're doing it in exchange for a stipend, so that's their theory of why they're employees. And if they are employees, then they do have a right to unionize, to collectively bargain under the Missouri Constitution. Well, so that's I, that's that's what's happening in a nutshell. Well, it, it certainly is in a nutshell. But but it 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 strikes me that if they are getting money and uh, they're getting it in exchange for services rendered, they are employees. Uh, it, I could, I can definitely see that point of view. I think, I think that may be what the what ultimately happens. Um, now, 
some people in the university are saying, no, they're just grad students, but that, that may be a tough argument to make. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to say. And, and, and you know, from my perspective, I believe in individual liberty and free association. And even if they're students, they have the right to form any sort of organization they want to. The question is whether they have the right to, f- whether they have the right to form this, uh, this, this type of union and then bind everyone else, all the other students who didn't participate in the union process, to whatever deal they make. Well, I would argue shame on the other ones for not coming out and voting. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that could, maybe they should have, maybe they should have participated. But then again, from another perspective, um, suppose a, a, just a, a minority of, of the coworkers in your workplace get together and say, hey, let's form, a, let's have an election. And those people are the only people who, who vote and they all vote for it. And now they, they tell, they want to tell you what to do. You're telling me tyranny of the majority or are you? I'm telling you tyranny of the minority. Of the minority. Yeah, but it's, it'd be our fault for not going out and voting against it. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't like unions. I think you have every right to form one if you want, but you shouldn't have the right to compel your employer to deal with you. Uh, if I don't want you as an employer, I shouldn't have to bargain with you. I think that's yeah. foolish. But if you want to form a union and you hold an election and people don't come out and say no... Oh, do they have a leg to stand on? Yeah, that, that's an interesting point. I mean, it's it's uh, I could see both sides in that. Well, I I think it's um, kind of foolish because they're getting opportunities that they wouldn't get anywhere else or any other way, perhaps. Um, yeah, and, and the university's troubled right now anyway. If, and if this creates more 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 drama, more more problems, more inefficiencies, I mean, they've already laid off. What was it? They they laid off of, uh, over a hundred maintenance workers. Uh, I, I yeah. saw that the other day. I saw they closed down an entire two dorms. Um, sounds like things are really changing from when I was there uh, years ago. Um, it, 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 and, it, and and this is if if this is just one more problem, one more headache, and this creates more inefficiencies and it could have a real lasting effect on the regional economy because of how important the university is for the regional economy if you just joined us uh, john wright is with us uh, from the show me institute look there's only one reason you'd form a union it's because you want more of something that you aren't getting now you don't form a union to say oh no please don't give us any more pay so you've got a university that's already strapped that's uh, whose enrollment is has plummeted and then you want to turn around and say, give us more you know, health care, more money, more something. The result, I think, is going to be fewer uh, students being offered those opportunities because they cost too much. Well, that, that, I mean, if you, if you artificially raise the price above, above where supply and demand would set it, then you are going to, the result is going to be less Less, less employment opportunities, less employment opportunities than there probably should be, um, but, because you've, you've created an inefficiency in the market there. Um, I, I, I also wonder about how this affects, uh, for example, there's so many foreign students, um, and, and these, these people are said not to participate in the election as much, and um, I wonder if a lot of people didn't, persist, didn't participate just because they didn't know it was there. The university didn't say, hey, we're going to have this election to see what you think. This group just said, hey, we're going to have an election. We've got the League of Women Voters to conduct the election for us. Uh, apparently, they surprised the university administration by having this election. So there may have not been a lot of time for people to find out about it. And a lot of people may have just been busy with other things. They thought, well, the university isn't even sanctioning this thing, so why even why even bother participating? And now they're going. Now they may be forced 
to abide by whatever this small group of, of grad students, uh, whatever they negotiate. Maybe the university should start uh, uh, an election process of their own to undo it if they can. I don't know if that's possible. I but- actually think that that's, that's what they should do. Not necessarily to undo it, but they should adopt their own policy here. Um, currently, since these are uh, educators, and if they are, if they the courts say that they are employees, then they're 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 public teachers in some sense. Um, there there isn't the public sector labor laws we have in Missouri don't apply to them, and the the court, our courts have said that that means that it's the employer's responsibility to come up with a labor policy, um, and they should come up with a labor policy, and and it should be one that says uh, says that you have to have a, an affirmative consent from a majority of the of the employees in order to unionize, and it should be one that says we're going to revisit the question of unionization every few years. And this is only fair because, uh, for one thing, graduate students, they're graduate students for a short period of time, then they get their PhD and they move on. Um, it, it doesn't make sense to, to put this union in place for a set of grad students who may not be here in five or ten years. So have, a, have every four years you vote, sort of like you get to vote for president, to see if you want to keep this union, if you want to put a different union in place, or if you want to get rid of the union altogether. Um, and, and that would be something I, I believe that, the, that Mizzou has the power to do, to implement a policy that, that would look like this. Makes sense to me. Roger, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. You're on with John Wright from the Show Me Institute. Well, I think one of the most interesting things about this election was that the League of Women Voters who ran the election has been very vehemently against voter ID. Yet for these students to vote in this election, these graduate students, they had to show their student photo ID to vote. Now, I think that's just the height of hypocrisy right there. That does seem a titch hypocritical indeed. Roger, thank you. It does seem a little hypocritical, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's that's odd. I mean, why would they, why would they do that? It seems like they're opening themselves up to criticism there. Yeah, that doesn't make doesn't make sense. But liberals never seem to make sense to me anyway. Um, the, the idea that that uh, this tiny majority could affect uh, the lives of a majority of those grad students and for years to come does strike me as horribly unfair. Let me go to the phones here. One more call, and then we're out of time here, John. Welcome. Glad to have you on with John Wright from the Show Me Institute. Hey, John, Gary. Hey, this whole issue seems to me like it's uh, you can't have a vote to take away your inalienable rights. I mean, those are yours. And so I, I agree people should vote, Gary. You're absolutely right. But just because you vote doesn't mean you get to take away somebody's rights. And I think maybe we ought to have a almost a national dialogue or starting right here. What are your rights? What rights are yours absolutely? Do you have the right to work, the right to contract, to earn a living, to support yourself? What are your rights? Well, you have a right to seek happiness. I mean, there's no guarantee that you'll find a job. There's no guarantee that you'll find the job you want. Um, You can pursue life, liberty, and happiness. Those are your rights. John, thank you. Glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Show. Um, do you want more institu- uh, more information about uh, the economy in the state of Missouri and uh, all kinds of other topics dealing with freedom? Uh, i got to tell you, the Show Me Institute's the place to go. John, thank you very much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Gary. All right, take care. 